five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. Tonight, I am joined by the one and only Balisa Mukubung, founder and owner of uh, Mantu. How did your journey begin with Mantu? Uh, so I started uh, working at uh, uh, Stone Cherry. That was my first job as a designer, as a junior designer. And uh, I was there for three years. And three years is long enough for you to be burnt out at a job, for you to know whether you want to stay or not. Um, so I knew that I needed to leave. I was still young enough. And I always knew that I wanted to do my own thing. But I did not have the courage to leave. So I decided to enter a national competition. This competition was called Stumto Groundbreakers back then. Oh, yes. And uh, and really, to my surprise, I won. I had never won anything in my life. And I won this national competition after like a grueling uh, couple of weeks, you know, of them looking for a, a young designer that they could um, jet set with to, uh, you know, to India. I went to India and New York. I traveled with other amazing creatives uh, from that time. And, uh, and that's how I kind of started traveling the world. Uh, but then soon after that, uh, so that took me away from work for about six months from mm-hmm. Stone Cherry. Mm-hmm. So after the six months, I thought, mm, this, is the, this is the perfect time for me to exit. Uh, so I did that. And, and then I, I started the brand uh, Mansu after three years of, you know, being a junior designer or being having, you know, being on the ground, you know, for three years and having experience for three years. Uh, junior designers, ghostwriters. <laughs> they design, they do patterns, they do anything and everything, which yes. is the perfect place for a young person to be at. Yes. Because when you have a you know a big title, you can kind of you know relax on it. But when you are in a junior space, you feel that you need to prove yourself. And and I worked everywhere. I worked in the shops. I went to factories. I worked with, you know, I strike. I, I was. I got really good at striking deals with manufacturers, and mm-hmm. I really got. Uh, my hands dirty and I still use a lot of that uh, training that I got then it's so beautiful that how you eloquently put it you know looking at the unemployment rate in South Africa right and every job opportunity saying we want um, work experience and then people fresh out of school was like I don't know where I'm going to get the work experience but you breaking out uh, breaking down the role of a junior designer and having to fulfill many roles without even getting compensated, later play, play paid a, a greater investment in you starting Mantu. And you wouldn't have acquired those skills if you were not willing to actually volunteer your time and volunteer learning. So it's so beautiful that you said that. Um, because I think in, in, in the age that we live in with high unemployment rate, I think it's just an attitude shift that might unlock a lot, a lot of potential for a lot of people out there. Let's talk about, um, do you remember the day, year, when you fell in love with fashion or how the love happened? I just remember that my mom used to buy me bespoken pieces and boutique pieces when I was really young, really young. Most of them I did not like, some I really loved, some were just weird, Mm -hmm. but they were such good quality and they would last me for years. And I would ultimately fall in love with them. All I know is that I always looked really unique and different from my friends. And that made me kind of love the feeling and made me some kind of a a trendsetter. 
So I think that was the seed. And then later on, I would have to say that, you know, popular culture from the 90s, music videos and TV shows and, you know, movies. There was so much like color and texture and... Um, and it was just an interesting scene for a creative because I always knew that I was, I knew that I was a creative. I come from a, a, a creative a family. My father is a bona fide uh, creative. My brother is a graphic designer. He designs most of our, our, um, our prints. So I knew on a deeper level, I always knew that I would be a creative, not necessarily a fashion designer, mm. but just a creative. I think, I think uh, yeah, fashion was just, um, I guess, chosen for me. Um, I've heard the saying, actually, no, I lie. This is what one of my friends said. He said to me, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you try, when you try like sound like profound on the air, it's like, I heard or I read yeah. somewhere. It's like, no, <laughs> you heard this from your boy. <laughs> my boy said, um, entitlement is evil entitlement is not creative and i'm sorry to throw you under the bus we also struggle with an entitlement issue right in our society what do you what do you say to entitlement when you're looking at it in the face <laughs> i have some arguments just with my younger ones like the nieces and nephews and about entitlement i think when it's close to me i despise it just because it's such a bad it can get you into trouble mm. and also because i i know the value of hard work so even if you have the right to be kind of entitled i think you need to put on eat a humble pie mm. and always try to look from a view of what if i did not have or you know from a much more grounded uh, point of view so um, I'm sure I've experienced it at some point I've seen it in others I've maybe felt it myself somebody has told me maybe I was entitled I don't know I've never had someone tell me that I was entitled mm. I'm a worker bee mm. I'm a worker bee and even if I if something is mine I, I'm still going to prove to myself that ish I yes. made it mine yes yes I, I love that. that I'm just like that Anyway, I am a worker bee and I, I like to prove myself, you know, to myself. I have a very high self and creative esteem. Yeah. So I love, I love that. <laughs> I, I just, I do. I think it's in my blood, first of all, because my father is, you know, is a creative. But it's also from my experience in the industry. I do not have things easy in my, in my industry. You know, I... I got my first big break. I was working. I would have carried on working regardless of the big break. I got my first big break 15 years into my game. Listen to that, dude. It, it goes, it, it segues nicely to my next question, right? Um, what fuels yeah. your passion? Like, because you're so passionate. And when you, when you said like you are actually self and creatively aware and you hold yourself in wow. high esteem, it starts with yeah. self, peace you find inside, love you find inside, and everything translates outwards, you know? So what fuels that passion? You got to tell me, man, I need to come and drink from that well. <laughs> I think for me, because I've, because I have kind of fallen so many times, mm. I am used to just uh, getting up every day and treating every day as like a fresh start over 
it's like a you know like i'm starting over for the day mm. um and and i approach my business like that i approach my personal life like that i approach all facets of my life like that but in business it works really well for me and it becomes such a healthy um habit mm. that um and now it's it's a norm it started as like a survival trick you know like hey we start over we fell and now you know we have another chance and then we start off but now it's like it's a daily practice so even if we killed yesterday today we lay new grounds and new foundation to kill again on something anything i think what fuels it for me is the fact that everything i've done till now let's face it it's done guys it's done yes it's done what matters is what i'm going to do when i hang up here what i did yesterday and and, well, what, you're and right what you're doing right now what you're doing right now because it's i get like I hang up yeah 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 Damn, that's so, so beautiful what matters, yes what matters is what i'm going to do after this and that's my starting over every single project i look at like that every single fashion week i'm i'm genuinely excited and i it's like the first fashion week ever every single client oh i love my clients i've taken care of them i just i'm just wired this way like i said i think it's a blood thing mm. but it, it it's also like, um, yeah i think it's a blood thing but it's also a a wanting to it's also understanding that i have a position in the industry mm. and that is a fact i have a position whether and and that is a fact that i woke up to one day like a couple of years ago i realized that oh my god i could be a role model i could be um i don't i don't know any other female there are a lot of uh women who are doing uh, who are fashion designers and are doing really really well but there's something about me there's something about me and how i do things and and why i've done them the same the way that i have and and the, and and what i've achieved through that that sets me apart from all of them and then puts me at a level where i'm competing with the boys because in my industry the the boys are Keyboard slab. Don't even Keyboard. even try don't Keyboard. even try and hide. It. The world is a boys club. Remember that song? It, it, it's a man's world. That's a reminder. Keyboard slab everywhere. It's tough, bro. You know. Boys club. And, so I need yeah. I, I need to recognize my position in the industry and and in my field and then and and then and set a standard. It's not a burden. It's not a burden. it is something i require of myself because somebody has to require it of themselves for, for a standard to be there to begin with otherwise i see i in zanji that's going i you I, know you, you know like i've got goosebumps just listening to you cuz oh. you you are hitting it on the nail like my god <laughs> it's like i even got tears i'm glad that this zoom is not a video oh. zoom <laughs> <laughs> no I've, i i mean i mean i've got you and thank you for having me because this is the stuff i i live and breathe you know i don't knock off from being a creative from being an inspired and inspiring person i don't knock off from that this is not a you know an 8 to 5 this is a my life so i we could have had this interview at 3am and i would have been in the same space because i love 
this and I understand my position as um as as someone who has committed to to the journey let's talk about your journey um the reason that you look back and like it took you 15 years to just get in mm. and it's going to take you another 15 years to even move the needle but what's going to happen today is you're going to collaborate with others and when you mm-hmm. when you take a tribe of people you can go further um mm-hmm. I, I would like to bring in the story of moses but this is going to take too much time <laughs> you know um <laughs> i want to know like in terms of your journey how big of a deal has collaboration been for your journey and 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 its importance like on a hierarchy of priorities how important mm. Mm. interesting okay so my first um break my first big break was with an international brand called H&M I did a a global collab with them where they collaborated with the first African designer and that happened to be me and it was quite interesting for me that it took an international brand to put us to to notice me in order for my country to kind of i would say appreciate kind of appreciate the brand right i this collaboration i i wasn't looking for it it came for me but i knew i work every day preparing for something great i don't know what that thing is it doesn't matter to me but i work every day my motto is that we stay ready and i mean every single department stays ready so when H&M came, all systems were, we, we just pressed the button. Anything that they needed, we pressed the button and it was there. I did not know that this day was coming, but it came. So I didn't know. And it came, they had three, uh, they had shortlisted three people in Africa and they ended up going with me. And my clothes were available everywhere and on all the H&M stores globally right so i wasn't looking for that but because i had the taste of it of a collab and i had it and my collab was strong because it was with you know a company that that had solid solid um you know foundation you know they are beasts in mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in the retails beasts mm-hmm. in the retails so i had a taste of collabs and then after that i became a little bit more aware i guess an intentional in looking for collabs however my collab profile is more quality over quantity mm-hmm. so i've done a collab with inverosh which is a gin brand mm-hmm. and then another one that meant a lot to me was a collab that i did with first for women and zozi beanie and so it, it's been like very tasteful very selective and very much about i guess alignment the collab with first woman was called fearless and i think i've come to represent that um in my industry and i see those traits in my life like i i woke up one day i was like feeling at me fearless so um i have to be fearless because fearless. I, I was just like, but, I mean, the things I've been doing, I mean, it's quite a lot. So it was a perfect, uh, powerful 
uh, you know, collab. We we created lots and lots of. We created a collab with um, with Zozi to create an amazing artwork uh, for T-shirts that we sold, and they spoke about anything and everything that makes us feel as people and as women. So my my profile is really quality over quantity. It is important, but I don't I don't go chasing anything. I stopped. And also, man, you got your own kids to chase out. <laughs> yes, I do have a little one. I've got a three-year-old, and she keeps me very busy. Yeah, so like, I mean, it's just one of those. Things. And I've got, but also, I've got, I've got a whole company, you know, and employees to take care of, and and it's it's quite it's quite a a thing to do that one. It's quite a huge responsibility. But like, dude, I, I even wanted to ask you like, how do you pick yourself up? But like, you answered me like, how do you pick yourself up? It's you know the concept of like, today is an opportunity for you to be great, whether you win mm. or you lose. If you're given another opportunity to be great, it's a new path. We need to look mm. at it with new perspective. And the beautiful thing is that mm. experience doesn't die, does it? So all the things that no. you've experienced, they are stored, bro. <laughs> so you will know when, mm. like, like mm. we call it intuition, and we t- we talk we talk about it like your intuition is leading. Sometimes it's like the experience has taught you, like these things pan out, mm. and you touched on mm. alignment. You know, another thing that mm. about like being aligned, um, I look at it like we are all stars. Same way we see the stars up in the sky, anywhere in the world, they're the same. They don't change, right? The ones that we can see with our naked eye. But behind those stars and in front of those stars are other stars that we can't see. And that represents everybody on this earth, you know? So Mm. in terms of of who's shining when they're shining, man, let that be to the universe to control. So like, I'm just Mm. like thinking with with wrapping up this, this interview, Running a business is not easy, you've mentioned, you know, you're taking care of livelihoods mm-hmm. and people's livelihoods. You're also mm-hmm. interested in the bottom line. How do you pick yourself up when everything feels like it's going down? Um, and perhaps like, you know, they say, hey, life be tired, I'm like, business ain't tired. How do you pick up the morale of the team and yourself and what you represent as a business. The thing is you have to move as the subject, live as the subject. Subject for me is fashion. So, and fashion is a calling for me. So giving up is not an option. So sometimes you have to wiggle. I'm wiggling my shoulders like down. Like you have to wiggle yourself out of situations. You have to get to the office and lie in the in lie in that you are feeling like okay all right okay things are a bit um things are a bit uh slow perhaps but i know it's going to pick up and it's experience that is telling you that and you've seen it also from experience that things do pick up when let's say you fall off sales let's say you fall off um you know quality let's say you fall off you always have to if fall off quality i come back and i say okay can we look at this rail do you see that you can make things that are of high quality but today you are struggling to make the simplest thing. So what is the problem? Because I know that the problem is not technique. Mm. 
and then we then start unraveling the challenges um but i'm very open with my team and they know that i lead and i run my company from the heart you know i always say this um there's laws you know there's labor laws there's all sorts of laws protecting the business but then there's also the mansu law which is um very much you know from the heart everything is super customized we make customers clothes we we come up with customized you know solutions we have very special issues that need customized solutions so it is a very um i have approached my business from a from a practical point from a from a very passionate point from a very spiritual point sometimes i come in and i read bible verses because manje i know that we don't have technical issues mm. we don't have financial problems mm. we don't have those problems what we have now is just moral and let's talk to the spirit now Amen. it's not all the time it's not all the time it is when it's needed so as a leader you have to see what where you have fallen and then and then and then you'll know what tools to use to pick everyone up and yourself but it starts with yourself so i psych myself up a lot you know if i'm struggling with something or i need to i need to inject you know an energy into the staff i start by kind of you know building myself up to it i am quite involved i always say to them that i just i also work there I mean I am the CEO and I'm the founder but I also work there. I put in more hours than they put in and they you know my company they submit reports every day. In closing just tell me what the future looks like. You know? The future for us is going is very bright. It's 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 very fearless. Mansu is into longevity so we have a solid long we have solid long-term goals. and this includes of course our lifestyle department which is something that is a, a new department that we've just started where we buy uh, refurbish um and sell furniture. Felisa, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. I feel like God was speaking and God is listening. Oh. And at the same time you are indeed a vessel and you are using this opportunity of being on this earth to just do that. Fulfill your purpose for God and only you and God know. And to me it has come through your light that I feel like this is your purpose. This is your journey. Oh, thank you so much. I really I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'll I'll take it. Thank you for the inspiration. Thank you for I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And most importantly, thank you for standing up for what you believe in. We need more voices mm-hmm. like this. This is the this is the narrative now, bro. Stand up for what you believe mm-hmm. in. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I got that from you. So thank you so much, but I really really appreciate it. Smash Africa on 5.